Welcome. You are listening to Readers and Writers with your hosts, James Hill and Athena Paris of Rock Hill Publishing. I am Amy Ravichandran, and today we're going to be talking about show and tell. And so I know one of those would be, you know, which form of writing is the best to use. So what is your guys' opinion on that? Well, that's the first thing everybody tells you when you go to creative writing classes. They always tell you, show, don't tell. And then they go through a long, hard description of what they mean. So let me break it down basically and make it easy for everybody, writers and readers. To show is to use action words, action verbs. To tell, you're telling the story using passive voice and passive actions. So when they say show, don't tell, they want you to in the book is to say the boy ran through the door, the boy threw the ball. These are actions. You can see the person doing it. If you say, John then went to the door and threw the ball, now you are using a passive voice. You're telling the reader what John is doing rather than showing the reader what John is doing. So that's the show and tell of it all. in grammar school, we used to have show and tell where you would bring your favorite toy to school and you would hold it up, show it to them, and then tell people why you liked it. In writing, there is time for when you want to show the action to the reader, to bring the readers into the story. And there are certain times when you have to tell the reader what's going on. You got to tell the reader what's going on in the person's head. Well, how do you decipher between the two? Because, I mean, I feel like that's one of the things that some writers can get hung up on is when to use which one. I'll let Athena answer that as the (laughs) editor-in-chief. Okay, so when you are, let's say you want to write about a battle, so you should let the reader uh, experience the battle. So, therefore, you are going to... uh, detail your story with actions, your um, your senses, because now you want them to feel it, to hear it, to even smell. You, someone could be cooking something, something could be burning. So it's got to do with the words that you use, all the actions, the feelings, the emotions. So you want your reader to experience the story. Whereas if you are going to... Um, um, tell you are explaining things instead of showing things so that is the difference the one is you you feel the emotion and the moment and the other one you reading what somebody else is explaining to you it's like uh, for example the one protagonist has just been through a battle that was show because you saw the whole battle. But now he's telling his friend what happened at the at this battle. Now he's telling the story to his friend. So you see, there's a difference. The one you were there, you were present, and you were feeling the emotions, the details, uh, feeling the, the action words. And the other one is just relating. It's a secondhand relating of... Uh, the show that happened before. Right. You could even say that you're describing what went on. So that's yes. what you want to tell because you want the reader 
that they don't need to know that they already experienced what went on, but now they have to know what would the outcome, what would what happened afterwards and why, you know, this why this battle might have taken place might be a good reason for telling. So, so is, part there of ever, is there ever like any crossover like where I don't know, like when dialogue, yes. like if it's an argument, yes, you, yes for example, if you're showing something that is in the moment and now, and mm -hmm. the, um, it's an action that's taking place, then you show. But okay. if you, uh, a lot of times when you're using internal dialogue, then you're actually telling, because you're telling the reader how the person is feeling within himself. So it's a lot of uh, um, expository um, uh, writing. So, but in a show, it's using strong, uh, strong verbs. You're very specific. You use a lot of dialogue so that you can express because dialogue has got uh, emotion attached. Is it surprise? Is it shock? Is it horror? Is it, uh, you know, all kinds of things happen in dialogue when we speak to each other. Hence why we use uh, punctuation, question marks, exclamation points, mm -hmm. um, ellipses, all of those things. So all of that is showing what's happening. Whereas if you're talking about is reminiscing about something, that is a telling. He's okay. telling himself something that he went through back in the past. Okay. Now, a lot of people get that confused because they think when they're doing dialogue, they're telling a story. Right. And actually, they're not. They're actually showing you how the characters are going through this in the moment. Yeah, that's why I asked because I'm currently reading a book and they, they this couple just got into an argument you know and so there was like a lot of dialogue and you could feel like you were there with like the awkwardness and stuff you know and then the next thing you know like in one of the the one of the couples just like threw like a vase or something and it shattered and so I was like okay well now I'm visualizing that so that's why I was asking if it was like if it crosses over at some point where you're showing and telling you know within dialogue and and things like that because I do feel like you know, as a writer, which I am not one, but I work with, right? And I feel like that would be the hardest thing to convey is doing a crossover between showing and telling, you know, within the same, I don't know, like scene or moment, you know, I feel like that would be really difficult. So what are some suggestions, you know, if someone's trying to do that? Because I know, I feel like that happens in every book that it crosses over at some point. Is that true? Or is it good to keep it separate? No, that's pretty true. Uh, when you're doing scenes, you can't always show what's going on because like Athena said, if you're trying to get into the person's mind yeah. of what he's feeling, then you have to tell the, the reader. Or if there are things that are happening to, that are outside of your main character view, that's gonna be a telling story because the character doesn't know what's happening on the other side of the hill. You know, he can't see over the hill. He can only see what's happening on the battlefield that he's in. So you might want to tell the reader, oh, help is coming. You know, the, the other troops are on their way. You know, they can hear the battle and they know this guy's in trouble and help is on his way. So you're going to tell the reader all of this because the reader got to know this. The person who is actually experiencing the battle, your main character, he doesn't know any of this. So he's in the moment, he's thinking, oh my God, I'm losing here. I'm going to die. I got to keep going. Everything is turning bad. 
because he doesn't know help is, is on his way behind him. But the reader mm -hmm. needs to know that because it, it builds excitement. Oh, it's a, is he going to die before the help gets there? So, you know, yes. that builds the excitement. So you tell the reader that in this battle scene, his, his guys are coming. And, that, yes. and now the reader is, oh, my God, are they going to get there in time? You know, all his troops have been slayed. He's the last one. He's slashing and, and dicing people up, you know, trying to stay alive. And then all of a sudden, there goes the whole thing of the second army is up there. And now everybody turns yeah. and runs away from him because, you know, yeah. now they realize, oh, they're outnumbered now. So time to retreat. <laughs> and yes. you know, so that builds the excitement. So part of it is you're showing the guy in the battle and how he's losing and all this kind of stuff. And then you're telling the reader, but help is on its way, you know, yeah. and then when yeah. they get there, the whole yeah. scene unfolds and then it's like, wow, okay. And you built yeah. up that excitement in the reader. Yeah, so yeah, so the, the, the point of view from the protagonist is you are describing what's happening in such a way that your reader's getting the picture. But when you're telling, you're just describing the story and the events around that protagonist to the reader. So that is the difference. The one is an explanation. The other one is actual showing so that you get all the emotion and the visual. Mm, okay. See, that makes sense to me. I never stopped to, you know, you know, when like you read a good book and you can visualize everything that's happening from like the first page on, you're just like, yes, I can visualize all of it. I never like took the time to stop to think about how much time and effort probably goes into creating those, right? Because in order to make it pop off of the page and be visual in the reader's mind, you have to do things like knowing when to show and when to tell and when they cross over and how to do that, you know, efficiently. And so I've never, I've never stopped to like think about it, right? So that's why I was like, man, that's, that's well, that's when you know you wrote a good book is when right. the reader does not stop to think. Oh, is he telling me a story? Am I seeing the story? You know, it all blends together. That's when you know you wrote a good book. And that's when, when you're, as a writer, when you go back and you read the scenes and you, you start thinking, am I telling too much? Is, is I'm showing too much? Is this just all action, action, action? Yeah. And no explanation. I have no idea why this is going on. And that's when you, as a writer and as the editor, you have to start weaving these two ideas together because in a book, you can never use just one or the other. Right. Yeah, it yeah, it's like, for example, if I say to you, it was raining hard, okay? So I'm telling you what's happening. But if you say, the wind blew and the water fell from the sky as if it were buckets, do you see what I'm saying? What did I, sh I just showed you, you know, mm -hmm. something. So that is the difference. The one I'm just telling you what's happening, but the other one I made you see buckets opening yeah. and throwing water down from the sky, you see. So that yeah. is the showing and telling. So, oh. and you know, the, the, the verb to be, is one that writers have to be very wary of because we say it was, it is, uh, you know, all of that. And a lot of times you don't need them because you need to use your 
good working verbs, you know, yeah. to describe things. And yeah, I can see that though. And I know, I know we are like coming up close to the end, but I do have one last question if you guys can answer it quickly, which is how do you know that fine line if you're putting too much talent or too much show in? Like, how do you know when that fine line is and when you've crossed it? Kind of like uh, if it takes you out of the story. Right. If you're all of a sudden, if you're in the action of something and then you abruptly drop something in there where you're telling them something else that's happening and yeah. it takes you, then that's bad. But if you're in the action or if you're in the telling of the story and it blends smoothly and you, and you, as you what you want, you want your reader engrossed in the story. You never want to push them out of the story and have them think, what, what, what did I just read? Yeah. Yes, so, um, writing is kind of like exercising as well. You have a warm up, you do your intense workout, and then you have a cool down. So writing to the, going to the show, it should be like that as well. So you build up to the show and then you slowly drop off into the cool down so that now you can carry on telling something to the reader. If you don't do that and if you stop mid-action, you kind of, you know, you bewilder shock your, your, shock reader. your reader. <laughs> yeah, your you reader know? doesn't like that, right? We as us as readers, we don't like those. We don't like cliffhangers. They're not our friends. Okay. I don't like those because I am very like impatient. And if it's like a cliffhanger and the next one's not out yet, I'm not a happy reader. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely one of those things. But I do know that we are unfortunately out of time today for readers and writers. But I want to thank everyone for listening to us. Make sure that you catch us next week because we're going to be talking about how do you choose a setting for your story? What all goes into that? That's definitely what you are not going to want to miss. But until next time, you guys, this has been Readers and Writers and we'll catch you all next week. Bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.